This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the third volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee and players Ryan Laplante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Tyler Hewitt as Atticus Viz, Laura Hamstra as Eli Sharp, and Della Borovic as Morgan Rawls. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band is planning to cheat during the hunt. Morgan is hiding out with Voidstein, who suggested they team up as a duo. Eli and Valentine tried to find ways to get the Chaos Space Marine's body into the hunt, and Atticus negotiated with Kiros for maps of the grounds. But will a mysterious hacking group foil their plans? Find out next in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. From the Lizardman Letter. It would seem the hunt has gotten off to quite an alarmingly interesting start, explosive some might say, given that already today there has been a victim. That is, of course, Secretary Voidstain's house, which burned to the ground early this morning in an act that I'm sure was entirely accidental. It would seem things are getting quite out of hand this celestial season, no matter how short we're making it. I can only hope that things stay somewhat more above board when all of the most hotly contested nobles in the society take to the woods with guns. Honestly, what the fuck could go wrong? I do enjoy a good bit of gossip, but if they're all dead, who will this humble reporter report on, hmm? Truly, a this-world problem. So, um, you have news that the map that... Uh, Atticus, you used your favor to get from uh, Kiros, uh, was trying to be accessed by someone else and may have been tampered with. That said, it has been uploaded to your servers. Valentine, you were not thrilled at the end of last episode to, to learn uh, this news, but you do now have uh, a map of the grounds. I'll also say, just in the interest of getting Dell back onto our show, that um, <laughs> you can reach out to Morgan Freely at any point now. Uh, it's just a matter of whether or not she meets you at the... Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the next step once we had maps was to get the whole party moving now again. So I'll tell you based on the maps, uh, since there's no cartography skill on this, psh, hmm. thanks Genesis, wow. um, that it it's clear that this has been a, a, a curated process over time. Um, Kuros, uh, it's not the Kuros family itself that was responsible for this, but they had subcontractors who were kind of under the greater umbrella of their services, who've been very quietly employed alongside the wardens who are kind of the permanent keepers of the space to, as Kiros himself implied, just adjust nature in such a way that it is a more pleasant experience. You know, taking camping to glamping sort of thing, where there are trails that aren't obvious trails, but it's the kind of thing where the, at a glance, it's very clear that there are curated paths through this space. It, a ton of them. It's not like one big route, but enough so that a noble person going through them could still feel like they're roughing it without actually having to like step over sticks and stones and branches, that sort of thing. That said, there are a number of um, uh, sort of like supply caches and other things throughout that you could very easily hide this body in. There are also um, animal release um, 
like basically <laughs> they look like manhole covers. Um, and if you just need to release a quick like equivalent of like a rabbit or a fox or something small for the uh, noble mm. to suddenly find and go, oh, what a delight that are just off the path. You can basically engineer happy accidents. So if you need to stow the body, you can either stow it in one of these caches, which are just kind of like um, little um, almost supply sheds that have been kind of uh, camouflaged into the space. Mm -hmm. They would have various gardening things and, and other things in them or survival rations if a noble is lost in the woods or there are these small sort of Hunger Games style um, platforms that can rise. The only challenge is you don't really control those. You'd have to figure out some way of, of activating them. All that to say, there are plenty of places you could stow a dead chaos space marine because that's what we're doing today. So there is the possibility of realistically Hugh and a servitor trying to get this onto the property, which I don't trust the general success of. He'd be talking with the core team uh from from the the bugless area and be like otherwise there's the possibility of me doing it but would leave you hunting alone lord van hatton which i don't think entirely makes sense and we need clarence hunting for the lizzo lizardman skull my temptation is to unfortunately because you would never do anything uh, so underhanded lord van hatton nor could i because i'm too important we probably if we want to suborn the wardens who i believe most easily could give us access to what we are doing. And at the right. same time, we have a great deal of funds that we have access to, none of which we tremendously need. Frankly, we should just give them the ship that you won the race in. We don't need that. It's a hell of a bribe. If we could bribe the wardens and have Morgan and Clarence do it, then technically it's still not us. The whole thing can take place. It can get itself done. We go, we pick it up, we try not to be assassinated, and if someone attacks us who's another noble, we brutally murder them. Does this plan make sense? Morgan has a uh, board stain. With Correct. A, he's a, uh, well, person of interest, to say the least. Yes, my general opinion would be we would send a carriage out with Clarence. Clarence could go and pick up Morgan. They could move on and do the work that they're doing. Voidstain stays in place. And when you and I move to go to the hunt, if Morgan and Eli are unavailable to pick up Voidstain, we simply pick up Voidstain on the way, drop him off. He arrives. All right. I mean, very simple for me, sir. Just have to show up and find the body. Yes, and we need to arm ourselves and be prepared because the unsimple part of this, as has been mentioned in the Lizardman letter of late, it is going to be a collection of people who all wish to win in the woods with guns. We need to not die, and we need to not be forced into a situation where we are convicted of murder. Oh, right, that part. Yes. I was going to say, if anyone tried to attack you or myself or i'd like to see them try sir but if then we get a murder charge hung on us for it well then that storm is the plan yes we'll need to keep eugene around and i will have to get in touch with morgan to perhaps borrow toby to go pick up a certain package that i left under some certain branches outside a certain estate right i think i follow <laughs> that's okay that's a me problem uh eli if that makes sense to you i believe it's time for you to take a carriage and go meet Morgan. We will need to send our package along with you in this case because it needs to be delivered and there'd be no point in you having to go back and forth even more suspiciously than having a single meeting with the wardens, let I alone a meeting with the wardens. Rather and keep then, eyes on the package, sir. Well, also, it's going to have to be given to the wardens. It's really weird. If we go to negotiate with them, you come back and then you go deliver it again. It just doubles the eyeballs on the whole thing. Agreed. Wonderful. So you've got that. We need to arm ourselves. 
I'll message Morgan about loaning me Toby. Uh, Inquisitor. Yes. May I voice a uh, doubt or concern? Of course. Ever since I saw that playback from the helmet, uh, one thing that's been bothering me is uh, so much of what I thought I knew about space marines, the uh, righteous blade of the Emperor, uh, that they could be tainted or turned and then on that helmet seeing more of them. Well, they talk about looking for that seed or whatever. I don't know what that is, but let's say they never found it. And what if one of the other space marines, the fallen space marines, well, what if it's Forrest Pollard? He's no marking, sir. He doesn't have any chapter or legion marking, sir. Could be a one of them, you know, chaos space marines wiping his uniform clean. You are correct. I am. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> so, I was really hoping you'd Walk, talk me down from that. Uh, if you may remember our earlier conversation, you may need to kill this space marine. This may be on our to-do list. This well, is the fact. And there are there are, there are are chances that this is a fallen space marine, and this is its own problem, and they need to be eliminated. There is also a chance that this is a fully loyalist space marine. But if they stand between us and our quest, it means this space marine is standing between us and saving the life of the emperor. People are misguided. People are fooled. People are suborned. And that means there may be a chance that we will actually be in the process of killing a loyalist space marine in the pursuit of our cause. That is an acceptable loss. To fail to do so, if these circumstances prove to, to occur, would mean that we were allowing the Emperor to die for the life of a single space marine. And I will tell you, the one thing that space marines, loyalists especially, yell above all others is for the Emperor. Hmm. That is whom we serve. That is our purpose. That is our blessing. That is our calling. That is everything we've wanted to be. I suppose uh, what little solace I took from the notion of having to kill a space marine, sir, was that uh, a loyalist one wouldn't necessarily see it coming. Well, if this one's a chaos space marine, depending on how we present various evidence of our investigations, he's going to know we're looking for him. What I would say to you to assuage this concern is, I promise you, any space marine is expecting anyone around them to try to kill them at any time. Mm. They're not going to They're be surprised admirable. by someone taking a swing, let alone someone with a power fist. Noted, sir. Thank you. And uh, no apologies. Problem. So I'm aware that you may believe that a fallen space marine is less combat capable than a regular marine, but... We try to engender our own level of paranoia as inquisitors and inquisitorial servants, as space marines have at all times. So it's no easier, but it's no harder. Hmm. Well, uh, thank you, sir, for uh, uh, your reassurance. I uh, apologize for my no. lapse in No faith. apologies whatsoever. This was not a question of faith. This was a question of information. Learning more, in our limited case, is appropriate. Yes, well, right. I will, uh, I will keep in mind the uh, potential that Pollard could be more than a uh, obstacle. He could be an outright 
enemy of the Emperor, sir. He could be an enemy and he could be a friend. There is a chance that we could perhaps bring him over to our cause if we can determine why he is here and yes, what sir. is going on. This seed is perhaps the greatest threat on this world, and that may be why the Aeldari and the Cabal have gained an interest in this planet. If it has not been uncovered, or if it is somewhere inside the palace, along with this strange technology that's allowing it to float, among other things. Sir, I can't wait to drop this masquerade and just get to inquisitorial business. Yes, the idea of shifting from this uh, incognito affair into direct combat is certainly tempting until you remember that there may be a space marine on the other side of combat, in which case, intrigue's great. <laughs> I, I might fancy a tussle with the space marine over political intrigue, sir. My distaste for it has only grown. You're a brave man, Atticus is. Perhaps a fool. <laughs> But a brave man. Thank you, sir. <laughs> like doesn't think like, I'm not brave. <laughs> <laughs> My life is for the emperor, and he'll spend it as he sees as he sees fit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go prep for a hunt. I guess we gotta arm ourselves and start out a bird. Uh, and Eli's gotta go pick up Morgan. <laughs> Look at that! It is just to find himself as the spare change of the emperor. Yeah. It's like, oh, found this one between the couch cushions. Good enough. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, in terms of preparing for the hunt, you. Hmm. Do you want me to summate the plan as we've laid it no, out? No, I've got, I've got yeah. the plan as as I was just thinking of like what you would need to prepare for mm, yes, the actual yes, yes, like yes. pageantry of this is my, <laughs> this is me wearing my Hugh Smiggleton hat, which you mm. wouldn't wear because the servants don't wear caps. No, he better but, not. No, oh. I see him <laughs> snatching that thing right of off his head. <laughs> He'll slap him with a power fist. Yeah. What are you wearing? <laughs> what is this? Uh, he's not. It's cool. I'm scared too. Um, but uh, normally, so you kind of worked out some scenarios around guns and other things you would want. It, it There is no specification of what you would use. It is like you could tell you that the, the hunt, the standard hunt weapon is like ballistic. Yeah, I was going to say, so we've sorted out rifles from the Ball and Song estate. So we mm -hmm. have rifles. We've yeah. got the power fist. We have... The pheromones that have been collected by Morgan as well. So, hey, mm -hmm. you know, maybe we get a big monster and yeah. a space marine. Just a bonus. Super. <laughs> uh, but we have that as well. <laughs> so I, think... I killed an Ehrlich and look what was on the inside. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those deals. You kill one Ehrlich, yeah. you throw in a free space yeah. marine, you just pay yeah. separate shipping handling. We have to stage in and come pick up the body so it looks like the space marine was riding the Ehrlich. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. When a, when a chaos space marine is inside of an Ehrlich, you call it a pinata. <laughs> <laughs> Power fist punch till all the treats come out. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I, yeah, and Atticus would beat it with a stick. Riva Peñata. Uh, it's, it's, an, it's an ermarine. It's like a turducken where you put one inside oh. the other. Uh, these are all excellent options. Oh, yeah, but no, what I was going to say was we've got rifles. We need to dress him up. I don't... and. I don't, as Valentine, know what the fuck Atticus wears. He's picked his own outfits every time, and it's really worked. So Valentine like, oh, doesn't yeah. want to touch the magic. He doesn't follow these things. He's like, <laughs> for you, we'll need to sort out your outfit, sir, as well as any particular weapons or flair you want so that we could carry on our hunting party. I assume we dresses in combat for the forest. That makes the most sense to me, although I suppose there's supposed to be some sort of 
Van Outen flair, I could add. Yes, you, you did ride a horse shirtless at one point, so I think showing up in fatigues might be a bit of an undersell. Well, yeah, I mean, my first thought was to go shirtless again, but I figured probably need to change it up, eh? Well, I'm not here. <laughs> I, I, I like the way you think. Eli, you gotta go. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get Morgan. Thank you. <laughs> Thousand yard stairs, you spooled and dragged the box back into <laughs> the back of the carriage. <laughs> Hey, it's Del. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to The Valentine Heresy. And if you are so inclined, we at Dum Dums and Dice have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. There's tiers from $1 to $25 a month, which gets you super cool stuff and also helps support creatives like us, uh, specifically us, you know, doing this stuff. For just $1 a month, you can join our Discord, which is for patrons only, but you gain access to it forever. You can come hang out with us and talk about 40k and share your models and be super nerdy because honestly, we're all super nerdy there. So if you feel so inclined and would like to support the shows, come on over and join us. Uh, it's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. That's right. Just type it, type it in the search bar, uh, patreon.com slash dumdumdice. And we'll see you over there. Thanks. Atticus, would you wait until you have communication? Because Morgan has helped you with the outfits previously. Right. Would you want to confer with her on that? Or you you uh, does Lord Van Houten have enough sense now of, of what he would wear? Morgan's got some pretty important stuff to do. Um, I think, yeah, I think Atticus is going to try and take this one on. Solo, yeah. All right, well, I'll give you a minute to think about what that looks like. Yep. Um, Tom, I don't know if you need a die roll for this, or if this could just be a side no, thing. No, no, it's just getting the weapons with Toby. I don't know if you want that to oh, be a whole side uh, quest no, with a bunch no. of die rolls, or just like, Valentine will relay that order. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be a conversation. Um, Actually, I do want a stealth check from, from Toby. Okay, great. Captain rolls. Yes, Robute. Uh, there is a package that Lord Van Houten needs picked up from a certain location by, shall we say, an avian friend of ours. Yes. Here's the location. <laughs> He's going to send coordinates. All right. I assume this is something you need done right now. Yes. All right. And then also, uh, pertaining to the hunt today, a certain friend of ours would like to accompany me. Yes. Perfect, because I would actually like you to accompany that certain friend. I see. So we are in accord, then. I will be needing a few amenities, clothes, things such as that. How are we going to work that out? Well, Clarence is already coming to you with a carriage that won't have clothes in it. So maybe get some. <laughs> You could conceivably go to town. Um, All right, I will do that. I will say there are other things going on that may take a priority over an outfit change for you. So I please. meant for my friend, but okay. Just stopping to go shopping with the <laughs> chaos space marine corpse in the trunk. What is what is your friend wearing right now again? Pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> to speak bluntly. That is a secondary priority to fix. 
I understand. We will be what we will be, oh. son. All right. Excellent. Uh, you, you'll you'll make him look good, no matter what he does. Over and out. Wow. Right. I'll send Toby to get guns. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting Just... for Clarence. Incredible line read on pajamas. <laughs> Holy shit. It's been all night. A I'm whole... Just... A whole story just in that one word. I'm just trying. <laughs> Over your shoulder, uh, Void Stain is running through Sword Kata with his good. cane. I'm glad he's keeping himself busy. Good, 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 good. But he's like saying each move as he does it. Uh, this, per- this man occupies himself. He's fine. He's a fine person to have in this situation. He's been alone a long time. <laughs> he's Great. Great. Swift water. Yes, yes, Spiked you keep doing that. Mountain. Are you... Now I'm gonna have to start again. I was I was in a I flow won't interrupt state. you this time. Continue. <sighs> Swirling vortex. High cloud. Like bird vision. <laughs> <laughs> All Change right. So channel. let's get a stealth check from, from Toby, please. Okay. Okay. So how difficult is this check? I'm gonna say difficulty three, please. And I'm going to spend a story point. Oh, fuck me. All right, I'm going to spend one too because this, otherwise we are out of Toby for a bit. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I got anything else. It's the middle of the fucking day. I'll give you a boost for knowing exactly where you're going. You don't have to like soar around mm, the sky awkwardly. Okay. And I think that's it. Okay, we're going to go. Please, Toby. Oh. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six successes and one threat. What is Toby? Truly, Whoa. he's going to Vegas. <laughs> We're taking Toby to Vegas. <laughs> I'm just imagining Toby like sitting on a thing using his beak to pull the lever on a slot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, triple cherries. Yeah. Yeah. Toby sitting there opening a beak and a voice just comes up this hit me. Yeah. <laughs> it closes again. It's just yeah. various recordings of Morgan through Toby's mouth. Yeah. I'm going to use all those coins from that guy that he grabbed and sail through the air. It's just Toby. <laughs> Is this one of Ocean Eleven casinos? If so, mm. can my bird come? <laughs> Stay. <laughs> you do not want me to hit you. He's my comfort Toby. bird. It's yeah. my collar. <laughs> he's, got, he's got one of those little poker visors. <laughs> little cigarette hanging out of his beak. <laughs> yeah. It's a living. He's All got right. a like martini. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> So, with your myriad successes, Toby, the best character in the game, um, is able to, yeah, Sorian easily enough. Um, again, Valentine's very exacting. It helps mm-hmm. that he has robot eyes and can really, like, it's a very clear message for Toby. Yes, good. Uh, so, Toby is able to get the weapons and get back. Uh, because you succeeded so so much, though, uh, can you please roll me a perception check with Toby? Sure. Difficulty four. You get a setback for the threat you rolled. Sure. And a setback for not actively looking for anything. This is the equivalent of like a passive perception check in Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. All right. I think that's right. Cool. Because it lists it lists it as what it is. We argue a boost for not being noticed because Toby just looks like a bird. So nobody would hide anything. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Yay. All right. This is a long shot, but we'll see. (laughs) <laughs> it's a triumph 
and and uh, success. No, a triumph and a what is oh, that? Oh, a threat. One threat <laughs> and one triumph for the emperor. <laughs> you know the Aquila? That's just Toby. The Toby yeah. is just the Aquila come to life. Get out of here. The best in the world. Fucking hell. Triumph and a threat. What does he see, Tom? He sees Trin Rakai around the corner, just going for a walk. <laughs> just picking up a loaf Abandon of bread. Abandon the sword. Carry us the elf, Toby. <laughs> just like walking with a bag of bread and some milk. Valentine's like, I don't need the sword. Bring the ale to her. <laughs> yeah, it's just the equivalent of that Pulp Fiction scene where- You should have just, just sent Toby to the castle day one. This is fucking dumb. <laughs> it's like Marcellus Wallace crossing the street when the cop car pulls up. Yeah. Um, Toby can carry yeah. a person. We could have just dropped Atticus in the castle. <laughs> Yeah. Would have weight to spare. Why didn't they wrong. just take the robot eagle to Mordor? <laughs> we need a story, okay? Yeah. Just, I'm just imagining Tom episode one. I'm aware that we're not doing the show anymore, but whatever. Yeah. I'm just imagining episode one. Tom's like, you can't get to the castle, and we're like, this bird can carry a man. Atticus, <laughs> go up there and make a door. Make a home. Yeah. Look, Baby Miles and I have watched a lot of Wreck-It Ralph, or Big Ralph, as he calls it these days. Big Ralph. Uh, which nice. culminates in uh, Wreck-It Ralph fly- doing like a dropping punch thing onto Mentos Mountain to to save Vanellope and a bunch of people. It's very heroic. Beautiful scene. Cry every time. Uh, I'm just imagining <laughs> Toby flying Atticus into the sky, not even up to the, the, the Cloud just Palace, like just above it. And then just dropping him and Atticus being like, well, yes, this is how they spend it. And then just put his <laughs> fist out yeah. and just driving down through it, uh, splitting it in half. castle just plunking. Yeah, exactly. Just anime style. He would Amazing. do it with a smile on his face and it would be his last act. Yep. yep. All right. So back to your triumph, Tom. Sorry. Yeah, what, cool. what did we see? Um, so Toby uh, actually picks up a, uh, a small... Uh, I want to say unit. That's not really necessarily correct, but there's basically um, it picks up three uh, life signs, and I'm imagining like maybe Toby's. Does Toby have the? I forget. Does Toby have the? Toby has like, an aspects. Does he have the predator vision though, where he sees like heat signatures and shit, or does he just see in clear pictures? Uh, he can see. He has dark sight. Yeah, so he can, can see, see in the, in the dark. dark the and he has a, a, internal inbuilt aspects. So okay. I think it's probably video we'll go, and then that's whatever. fine. We'll go with the aspects yeah. piece then. So notices um, three very faint pings in a like a, a little small grouping, and I think then doing like the uh, enemy of the state style <laughs> satellite enhance, enhance, enhance. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are uh, three people in a small, um, similar to like a, a little hunting platform. Yeah. Um, heavily camouflaged, um, but uh, he's able to pick up the the signature on on those those three, mm-hmm. and because it's a fucking triumph, why not? Uh, they have Bobberstain uh, insignias on them. Are like are they basically like camped out like they're sniping at other people, or are they headed towards the hunting? They room? are in a, a basically like a little like. Sniper's Nest, basically, along the main path. Um, not quite where... Um, actually, they would have seen Atticus and Valentine go by. They wouldn't have been... They're not so close that they would have seen the gun sword ditch situation. Um, I may have had some roles that might have revealed this when our heroes were there. Uh, but Toby is fucking Superman, so only <laughs> he noticed. He's just right there, yeah. But, uh, yeah, basically, there's just three people who are clearly like almost on a stakeout style uh, thing where they, they can observe who's coming and going to void stain, but also very deeply into void stain territory. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think then it will be like 
once she gets back, like Toby's bringing the guns back and Toby gets back into close range and relays all of that footage. And then Morgan's like, blink, we'll we'll send text message with picture if possible. Be like, beep, that's it. I don't have to say anything. (laughs) That means I don't have to reveal anything specific. If someone catches that picture, they do. But sending that back to Valentine of the same location. (laughs) Excellent work is all you receive back. Thank you, sir. Uh, I'm sorry, you said you wouldn't interrupt again. I really need silence to practice my sword play. I am so very sorry, Lord Voidstain. I'm trying to set things up for later, but I will be quieter. Thank you. That would be appreciated. Just, I'm saying, as we continue to work on our our communication skills so we can win over the Duke, it's important that that we we understand these things. Now, back to Swirling Vortex. And he starts spinning his sword again. She just gives him, like, a fancy bow, but says no other words. (laughs) He continues very slow, very deliberate, almost Tai Chi speed kata. Uh, from a combat analysis, he would be dead before he raised the sword. It's just fine. He's yep. he's he's entertaining himself. What are you going to do about his outfit, Morgan? Nothing. Okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of outfits, That's very good. Uh, Atticus, what have you settled on for your your hunting outfit? Um, over everything, uh, uh, Atticus is wearing um, a cloak. That kind of covers his entire profile. So he looks kind of like uh, M. Bison or um, Solidus Snake kind of thing. Two references that I know you two get, <laughs> and that's about it. Nah, um, I can know that. <laughs> uh, but um, underneath that, he will be uh, uh, kitted out with um, uh, uh, like. Uh, uh, like jungle boots, so like like high up kind of uh, uh, boots, uh, tied up really firm. Uh, 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 I will do like cargo pants, I think, again, for utility and stuff like that, being able to like keep stuff. And he'll be wearing a harness with like a canteen on it um, and some like rations and like maybe even like uh, some ammo for his ballistic rifle. Uh, but uh, that's it. <laughs> it's the harness over. <laughs> He's shirtless again. <laughs> he, he gave it a shot and he was like, no, I, I think I peaked at the races. Um, and, uh, 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 but uh, he will have basically smeared uh, 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 camouflage paint kind of all over sure. uh, his body. And he's just got a reserve for like when he dramatically takes off the cloak, he'll put it on his face as well. Great. Yeah. Awesome. So like the camo index is high when you get down. Yeah. That's right. Dig yeah. It. Um, okay, great. And uh, so that no one knows what he's wearing under there kind of thing. He'll run into the woods and take the cloak off or something. Cool. And... How about Valentine? Valentine tends to kit out for these things too. Uh, Valentine would trade out his valet outfit that he usually wears that is kind of tailored in that semi-military but meets servant fashion for the exact same outfit but made in camo that will match kind of what's going on with his lord but the same breastplate. Like it's it's very much like I'm going hunting in the woods <laughs> style uh of material. It's not it's not a full ghillie suit. It's still yeah. tailored. It's just like an acknowledgement of we're going in the woods and I can't just wear black because So would I be correct in saying like hunting caddy? Like somewhere oh, yeah, between 100%. a golf caddy. One hundred percent. Okay, great. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So you're both... think, oh and he has a brown daredevil tie this time nice. instead of black. Mm. Very nice. Okay. So you guys are all set. Uh, Eli, you've been transporting uh your grim cargo uh, and uh, you finally arrive at at Morgan and um, 
Voidstein, who has now finished his his kata, right, and has been um, meditating with a sword across his lap. Mm-hmm. She's been um, motion to Voidstein. A moment, please. Stay where you are. Uh, okay. And then she's gonna get up into the carriage where Eli is. What is going on? Uh, what are you? We're going to the hunt. Are we are all going to the hunt right now? We gotta leave the void stain here. Okay. Yes, Rick. Lord Void Stain. Yes. Do you have a micro bead? Uh, no, I'm afraid I all I have is this walkie-talkie, but I fear its partner burned up in my house. Yes, that seems likely. Is there any communication device or anything in the carriage? I don't want to leave this guy without anything. Um, you could conceivably leave him a servo skull that probably has, like, basically the walkie-talkie vibe. So if you leave him with a skull, he could, like, radio your skull. But he doesn't have anything on him, and I don't think either of you would have... Well, there's this kind of hollow ditch thing. You can just stay down out of sight until we come back. Yes. All right. I think I'm gonna, I gotta leave Toby with Void Stain. I think that's the answer, unfortunately. I smell a spin off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lord, you stay here. And if there is anything wrong, I will see. Okay. I will be sure to guard your bird. Thank you very much for doing that. He's very important to me. I understand. Um, listen, what what happens if 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 you die while you're gone? What if the the heretics get you? Then the only thing saving this world from heresy is you. So you need to be very strong. Okay, then. And he puts the sword down and he starts doing push-ups in the ditch. Very nice. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and I'll get into the carriage and take uh, Valentine's guns and my rifle and put them all in the hidden compartment in the carriage so they're not out and about while we're going doing stuff. So, All right. We're heading to the wardens. So here's the thing. And Eli's just going to like lay out like who the wardens are, what they do, and okay. we got to fucking bribe them uh, and to get have, the space marina. We have the money and connections from... Lord we Van have a ship. Yes, because we personally don't have any money. Correct. But right. a very fast spaceship. All right. Uh, hopefully we have like the deeds or the, the info oh, of the ship. Also, or... And it's a ball and song fa- spaceship too, right? Yeah. Also, because with the lady ball and song being dead and, the the sh- and there's like, yeah, like the ship's not being produced quickly anyways. There's probably not going to be many new ones for a while, so it may be worth more yeah, of them. Swift Angel, mm-hmm. the vintage yeah. ship. That is a perfect idea, Clarence. Let's lead with that. Excellent. All right. Also, you're going to do the talking, right? You are so good at it, though. So. Okay, let's go. All right, you arrive at uh, around the perimeter of of the the, the hunting reserve, um, and immediately you do see kind of a change in in quality of, of the greenery around you. the The trees are larger, more lush. There's more color, and I think knowing what you now know about Kiros, definitely a result of some chemical meddling. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely been some uh, stuff. Also, it rains all the time here, so all the vegetation is generally pretty happy. Mm. But like this stuff is. 
uh, bright in a genetically modified food way. Mm-hmm. It's like the greens are greener. Perfect. Um, and there is a massive Jurassic Park style fence around the outside. It's very clearly electrified and patrolled. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, absolutely blisteringly hot now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell that similar to the shift in seasons previously being kind of abrupt and bad, cranking up the heat. It's kind of one of those things we had to overcorrect to try and get it to summer. So it is mm-hmm. like a... Uh, <laughs> modern earth summer at this point where it's just like super hot you're just both like the second you step out of the climate control of the vehicle just immediately hit by a wave of of humidity and it's more so now morgan than even when like having just been outside all night it was getting bad it is now much much worse particularly now that you're out of the, the tree cover if you've been anywhere um sort of south of the equator i know like um, when I first went to Costa Rica and I stepped outside, it was like getting punched in the lung, yeah. like just a wave of heat. And I just wasn't used to breathing in heat. It's very much that. Um, yeah. Like yeah. it's, it's, yeah. uh, and uh, you can hear like a buzzing of, of insects and other things. And you, it's very clear that the climate is, the ecosystem isn't really prepared for this. Right. So there's just some f- general weirdness. Um, so there's a lot of um, sort of uh, the f- equivalent of hunting jeeps um, driving around. So like small four by fours, kind of a roll cage on them. Um, and wardens who are dressed just dressed in a classic Steve Irwin style, uh, like all khaki, lots of pockets, uh, except we're on fancy people planet. So they're all wearing top hats as well and have gold <laughs> epaulets with like yes. gold braid. Uh, right. Under under one arm, um, and there's a lot of these uh, moving around. But kind of as as you you uh, approach, um, you see one. Someone just hop off the back of one of them. Um, she's got a shaved head. Uh, she has a a pretty gnarly scar, um, sort of from the the top of her what would have been her hairline down to her jaw. It um, she's got almost a, a cleft lip situation that hasn't fully healed over. Um, but a spring in her step. Um, she's solidly built. Uh, and just kind of uh, comes over um, immediately, like whips the hat off in a little tiny salute, but just says, "Oh, hey, hey, sorry, sorry, uh, you, 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 sorry, folks, you can't be here. We're we're very busy right now, and uh, there's no scheduled visits. If you're trying to get any advanced intel or anything, we've been very clear, and I would hate to tell the king. So, with all due respect, fuck off, so we can get back to work." Excuse me, we do not mean to waste your very precious time. We're here to speak to the head warden, Atreus Camides the Third. And uh, she just like, just immediately like it's it's like she's been wounded. She's just like, are you sure? <laughs> yes, that is what we are here to do, and I do not wish to waste any more time. Unless you'd rather meet our needs yourself without having to involve the head warden. Um, and she says, well, look, if if your needs are anything other than fucking off out of here, there's not a whole lot I can do for you unless, what exactly do you mean? And like hand drops a, the like big chonky, like flare gun style pistol on her belt. We have needs and we have means to get those needs met. If you understand what I'm saying. Um, all right. She is definitely, she seems like a lawful good type. So this is not going great. Uh, can you please roll me a coercion or negotiation? No coercion. I think she's not negotiating. She doesn't want what you have. You just need to kind of talk her down. This is a terrible role for Morgan. Um, so what's the difficulty? Um, I'm going to say difficulty three, you Mm -hmm. get a boost for, 
being a rogue trader from Offworld, yep. so it makes sense that you don't you don't know the customs here. You get a now uh guess that back for it being the day of the hunt. Okay. She's on extra vigilant mm. alert for for shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Eli, what are you doing during this? Would there be anything you'd be doing to kind of help, do you think? Oh, I wish so, but Eli has just clocked the movement of her hand. Okay. So he is very aware of the placement of his two pistols. Hmm. Are and you making that clear from a like are you are you doing the like coat thing or is it No. 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 He's just like there's a slight tension in his muscles gotcha. of like he's just ready. Yeah. <laughs> he's ready to respond think... in kind if <laughs> should it <laughs> Eli doesn't believe in hand on gun. Eli believes on pulling trigger. Yeah. 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 Fair. Fair. That's true. It's Good great point. that you're gonna do a quick draw with revolvers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It'll be real loud. Um Okay. So that's fine. So then Morgan, I think unless there's anything you want to make a case for on your side. That's it. Yeah, okay. I was hoping having Big Van Eli next to me, but yeah. If, yeah. All right, I have to just. He's not doing it. anything over overtly no, threatening. He's so. not. Okay. Two successes, three threats. There was there's almost no way. <laughs> wow! Wow! All right. So um, the emperor wants this. She uh, <laughs> she looks between the two of you, and then finally, just like her her shoulders slump a little bit. She takes your hand off off the 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 chonky gun and just says. This is way above my pay grade. All right. Come with me. The warden can sort you out, I guess. Um, and she kind of takes you, um, like, flags down the next Jeep going by and mm-hmm. kind of, like, gets you guys to, to hop in the back. Um, Eli, you can bring the cart if yeah. you don't want to leave. He's going to say to her as they kind of depart, mm-hmm. it's like, you're a good servant of the society. Keep it up. Thanks. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and uh, I assume... Eli, you bring the carriage with you, yeah, so you're yeah, not just yeah. leaving the chaos space marine <laughs> oh corpse my God, in the street. No. <laughs> yeah. Give me the eyes on. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think that's Eli's eternal voice. <laughs> no. Oh, no. no. It's, it's accurate. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so you uh, you arrive at um, sort of a, a an office overlooking the, the hunting grounds, um, and um, you're, you're brought up. She kind of hands you off at this point yeah. and, and fucks off back to her right. patrol. Um, and, uh, sitting, uh, like, yeah, sitting behind, uh, a large desk just full of monitors, um, but that are pointed kind of like you can over, there's a big, large window that overlooks the, the reserve, but there's also a lot of different cameras that clearly have feeds from throughout the, uh, the thing. Um, there's a, uh, a man sitting in like a wingback chair and he's clearly tried to make this place look as kind of like sitting room in a Lord's house mm-hmm. as he can. Well, it's still being a very functional control room. Mm-hmm. So there's like a, a very fine carpet with a lot of intricate patterns on it. It is clearly inconvenient for everyone who's coming and going. There's a lot of action going. He's wearing a big, chonky, like 40K headset. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's got a bottle of Amersec uh, on the table um, and a, a, a glass that uh, has some melted rocks in it. Um, and he's just like um, pointing at various cameras and just yelling commands into his uh, headset. So, uh, sort of like, well, it would seem that there's uh, not quite enough going on there. And then the bottom left, so make some more of that happen, right? Sector two, sector two. Yeah, you you, you picked it up. It's jolly good, jolly good, very good, very good. Okay. This is the big show, folks. We got to make sure we're ready to go. We got to make sure everything's going to be just fine. Uh, uh, Sorry, uh, pardon me. Yes. Second, second, second. Take over for me. Take over for me, second. Good. He takes off the headset, turns on and says, this better be good. I'm in the middle of something, something quite exciting, creating the big hunt. 
Yeah. And so Morgan walks in and Morgan <laughs> wow. is wearing her clothes from yesterday, which are basically mm-hmm. pasted to her at this point because of the heat. Mm-hmm. And as she's walking in, she does her hair up and puts it into just a messy bun and ties it to itself. And she just looks just that that tired, but putting herself back together mm-hmm. sort of thing. And she's walking in. If you don't mind, I will cut right to the chase. I hear you are not paid very well, and I need a favor. And uh, he says, well, pardon me, how, how would you know that? You don't look like you're from around here. That's an awfully big thing to come saying in here. Look, look at how well I'm doing. And he, like, gestures to, to his office, the stuffed uh, Ehrlich in the corner, the bottle of Amersec. Yes, everything is very nice. Do you want me to answer that question, or would you like to make some money? Uh, it depends. What's it for? I have a package that I would like to be delivered onto the hunting grounds. No questions and no fiddling. Ah, so you're a cheater. Exactly. You don't believe in fair sport? I am a rogue trader. I believe in winning. Can you roll a negotiation <laughs> or a charm? A killing it check? Or charm. Not, not getting not, riled up by these accusations. I'm not yeah. a rogue trader. I, love that. I don't care about winning. Oh, it's cheater. not even for me. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so okay, fair enough. I just bought into your lies. No, <laughs> <laughs> to my lies. <laughs> give you an exceptional, give you advantage for fucking conning oh. the DM. Uh, <laughs> Yay! Oh, I forgot what you were. <laughs> like, yeah. no, it's not even my thing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. I'm not gonna win from this. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, oh Del, God. I will give you. I will give you. Yeah, boost. Boost for conning me. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. You have a boost for knowing he's badly paid. That's like a legitimate mark in your favor. I can't um, even read my sheet now. I'm so <laughs> flustered. There it is. Um, I'm going to give you a setback for it being t- today. Right now. Yes. Yeah. Right now, yeah, please. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think and that's it. what's my difficulty? Difficulty of... <laughs> and can I get a boost for also concealing information? It's my back, back Yeah, story. yeah. Apparently, <laughs> apparently my, you did. This is one of my only talents. Concealed it <laughs> so, it so good. Um, <laughs> difficulty is two purple, one red. Okay. Do do I just roll this? Do I need a story point? I would like this to happen. You Use the story point. All right. I would like this to happen. This is hinging. This is a thing that is hinging right now. So yeah, we're kind of running out of time. We're running out of time. We're running out of it. This has to work. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Fuck this game! No. Fuck this game! Fuck this game! What? Four failures, four advantages. Whoa! I tried everything I could here. God damn! This guy doesn't like me. Um, he just shakes his head and he says, "You know, this might be the last celestial season for quite some time, p- perhaps ever." And you're asking me? You're just coming in here into my warden's office and telling me that you just want to wreck it all? Wreck it all with your rogue traitorish ways? No, I say you no. Know. In fact. I'm putting in a call right now to ban you from this particular hunt. I hope that goes well for your suitorship. Also, would you like a drink? I'm sorry, it's very rude of me. Yes, I'll take a drink. That's too fucking bad. No drinks for cheaters. Now get out of my office. We need this to happen. Who the fuck are you? (laughs) I'm the person with two guns. Um, and he nods. He says, okay, what are you going to do with them? Shoot me. I could. Go ahead. 
Look, Barn? I'm, 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 I'm not here, but shoot this <laughs> asshole. <laughs> 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 Morgan is gonna reach over the desk and pick up the the bottle of Amasek. Okay. Uh, you're not going to stop me. Then I'm not going to stop him. Go ahead. Make the call. Have the package delivered, or your life is forfeit. I'm the king's warden. He loves to fucking hunt. He likes me more than he likes you. So you know what? Go ahead. Try your fucking luck. Also, enjoy the drink. It's watered down. To your point, I couldn't afford a fresh <laughs> bottle. Security! Eli? Oh, shit. Eli Damn what? It. He already said yelled for security. I mean, he yelled for security because I was finishing my line. Conceivably, if Eli... Eli wants to punch him out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can you can try your you can try your luck and if you get if you can knock him out then he won't be cool. able to call for security because I'd like to sure okay that's just, that's a season two I don't, I don't know what right to there. do man I haven't seen one of those right in a while. what am I doing brawn well, it's a melee, melee attack melee it's melee light melee light yeah uh it's difficulty two yeah I'm gonna give you setbacks you have to step in yep. I think that's honestly it. I was gonna say, could we argue for a boost solely because I don't think this guy expects to get punched in the face? He yeah, seems pretty yeah. sure that he's in power. Yep, I'd buy that. Cool. <laughs> I'm not sure this is in the party's best interest. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen, but I'm like, yeah, if that guy that guy seems like he is not expecting a sock in the mm -hmm. mouth. Mm -hmm. This is true. This is very true. Um can I have used uh like do am I able to grab my pistol and use it like the butt of it for a story point? Yes. Oh, really? Okay, then. Well, because you haven't drawn it. No, it's not worth it. I thought drawing was a maneuver, but might be. But you're not in combat, and it's interrupting the sentence. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'll just roll. You can think of this in D and D terms more like a reaction than yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna roll. Yep. Four successes. Four successes. Um. Okay. So you middle arms. Punch him in the face. No, in like the head. Punch him in the head. <laughs> when you say head, now I gotta ask, because I know where a face hit is. Are you like going around the side for the ear? Is it a clonk? Is it, is it a bonk on the top bonk of the head? Him? Yeah, it's, it's more just like, you know when you like, you just like suddenly like reach out to punch someone? You don't really care where you hit them. Somewhere on the head. Clock, clocking him in the side of the head. So it's a hook. Like, Might be. Yeah, hook. It's a hook. Right hook. It's no. It's gonna. It's gonna be a jab. Yeah. So Show I don't me. know. Right here. <laughs> where are you? Where are you? It's just gonna be like a Okay. So it's kind of like forehead. Temple. All right. So you hit him. He takes some damage. Staggers back uh, against his desk. He's not unconscious from a single punch. Damn it. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Security. Fuck! And he like grabs the the headset and is like, can "Security!" I, can I try to stop him from grabbing a headset? I mean, he doesn't need to. Like, All it's right. not like no. I mean, he's grabbing it because you do that, but it's not like he has to put it on and be like, "Hello." Uh, um, and immediately uh, alarm uh, klaxons uh, <laughs> go off, uh, and you hear the gunning of engines outside as uh, jeeps converge on you. I don't but like this. I wouldn't worry too much because it's not like you have anything important in the carriage that is down there with those jeeps. This episode of The Valentine Heresy features the voices of players Ryan LaPlante, Tyler Hewitt, Laura Hamstra, and Del Borovic, alongside Game Master Tom McGee. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and The Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic, 
at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chief Spy Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator and death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorraine Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings, I'm Bernard. And I'm Magenta. You might know us from such hit podcasts as Madame Magenta, Sonus Mystica. Horror anthology Magenta Presents. Or season three of Mockery Manor. We're everywhere. And we're spreading faster than an STD in an old folks' home, because now we have a brand new podcast. Wham! Wham! It's a fun acronym that stands for We Have a Movie. Oh, it's not just an acronym, Bernard. It's not? It's a chat podcast where we invent smash hit Hollywood movies based on popular toys. If you like the Barbie movie and you want to see similar treatments of your favourite childhood toys, I'll wager you'll like Wham! With episodes on Polly Pocket, Rubik's Cube, Game Boy, Strawberry Shortcake, Furby, Connect Four, and lots of other nostalgia bait. But it's not just for adults who still like toys. It's a podcast for anyone who loves Hollywood tropes and comedy. And quantum mechanics. And BDSM. Wham! has something for everyone, but is still specifically about movies. That's Wham! W-H-A-M. You know, like when Batman punches someone. Yes. Adam West. That Batman. Exactly. Not the Christopher Nolan one. No. Download it anywhere you listen to podcasts. That's what the world needs, another movie podcast. Was that clear? Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned quantum mechanics. Mm.